Fed Talks is a podcast for theater teachers and theater education students. I am Dr. Jimmy Christman, theater education professor at Illinois State University. Each week, I want to bring you stories and interviews from experienced K-12 theater teachers, current theater education majors, and professors of theater education that will warm your heart, renew your faith in teaching, and provide resources to better your practice in your theater classroom. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 39 of Fed Talks. I'm Jimmy Chrisman, the host of the podcast. This week, I have another book talk from my junior theater ed majors. And this week, they are talking about Wings to Fly by Sally Dorothy Bailey, and uh, specifically talking about the use of uh, theater with special needs students and exceptional learners. So I hope you enjoy this. This is Jack and Mark. And uh, again, it's Wings to Fly by Sally Dorothy Bailey. Hello everyone, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, This morning we're going to be talking about Wings to Fly by Sally Dorothy Bailey. It's about bringing the theater arts to students with special needs. My name is Jack Colombo. I am one of Jimmy Christman's Theater 285 students and I am here with... Mark Wilson, another Theater 285 student, believe it or not. Great, so um, we just wanted to talk to you all about some of our basic thoughts about the book, um, you know, some of our in-depth reactions and um, any other questions and comments that we had as we were going through the book. Um, this this book was structured around um, structured around um, bringing a drama into a special needs classroom. And it was also structured in a way where anyone could pick up this book that, um, that wanted to and, and read it and go through it and um, pick up any of the information that um, they wanted to add to their own classrooms. It goes very in depth on philosophies when it comes to drama. It goes very in depth with, um, with many, um, with many disabilities that people will encounter nowadays. And it also goes through how to integrate drama into the classroom and how to integrate drama into uh, different, lo- different areas of academia throughout, uh, throughout schooling as well. Absolutely. Uh, it also really loved focusing on all the different ways that that integration of special needs or exceptional abilities into the classroom and into the process can be utilized in as many ways as possible, especially in through organic or original work in puppetry. Uh, there were a number of very interesting uh, like side pieces to it. It was, it was quite an, an overall picture, a cohesive overall picture, wouldn't you agree? Well, I totally agree with that. Um, it's not only a cohesive and overall uh, picture as to what drama in the classroom would look like, but it also gives us many, uh, many viewpoints and tips as to uh, as to how we can structure that and put that into our own programs as well. Um, I think, um, especially since this book was authored around 1994, that it's very strong still to this day. There are some. Um, there is some dated language throughout the book, uh, particularly when um, when it talks about the the directing process or the drama process. Uh, the author likes to use the word "he" a lot when um, so when specifically uh, describing the director. 
Um, and so you can see a lot of gender-based pronouns in, um, in the text, as well as some of the vocabulary that they use about around uh, persons with special needs is, um, is pretty dated. Now, I imagine if this book were given, um, if it were given, sorry, let me <laughs> restart that. If my, uh, if the book were given a newer edition, I imagine that these uh, pieces of language would be formatted around, uh, formatted around more, um, more, more cognizant and politically correct language. But at the moment, those are the only, um, those are the only issues that uh, stuck out from the book in general. Right. I, I agree. I actually, I mean, we uh, commented when we had our first meeting that that was actually a refreshing change. You know, We're, I was so used to reading books that have a clear agenda or a political, you know, tinge, uh, a political edge to it. And this one really didn't. It's like one of the, uh, anyway, do you want to just jump into questions or uh, you want to um, keep? Broadly. Uh, sure. Um, I mean, let me let me pull up the list of questions. Actually, I'm sorry. Well, for starters, I mean, did you like the book or not? Like, what? Did, yeah, uh, I mean, what were your general of, thoughts, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, we covered that a little bit with our introduction, but I, I love the book, and I uh, I totally recommend this to anyone who's willing to. Um, who's willing to jump in and read, whether it be other theater education majors, there are tons of excellent resources and uh, lesson plans and ways to get um, not only creative drama in a classroom, but also how to get the process um, of the a process of a play uh, up and running as well. It's a book that's, um, it's a book that's meant to be picked up by anyone with um, with a benevolent desire to work with those with special needs and to work with drama, even if it's their first time. It, um, chapter one talks about the needs for the arts and it goes very in depth with um, with uh, with Sally's uh, with Sally's philosophy on on drama itself and it's um, a lot of that related. Um, is is a good refresher for for anyone to read through as to why we need drama in the classrooms. And so overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, would would you agree with that, Mark? Absolutely. Um, the only thing I'd add is that not only did it have that complicated technical information, and and it it was it was very fluid between its uh, heavy technical information and very kind of for beginner beginner level straightforward you know informative this is how you deal with someone with physical disabilities or cognitive disabilities i felt like there was a very healthy mix between um the two different let's say levels of information so yeah, yeah. i totally agree would would you recommend this book to uh the other theater education majors in our classroom well i mean absolutely uh especially because it has such a wide range of applications so if you are, you know, very versed in the subject, there is there's plenty in it for you. And if you're not very versed in the subject, there's that much more in it that you can get from it. So, right. Yeah. I, 
I completely agree with that. And I think this book is just great and suitable for anyone that wants to go ahead and jump in with the subject matter. Um, and it even, uh, it even provides resources for, for science teachers. I know that there was in, in the book, there was one teacher that was struggling with how, how do we teach the parts of an eye? And they intro introduced this, uh, this prop styrofoam eye, I believe, and into how they um, into how they taught about um, how the eye worked in particular. There are all there are also ways to apply it to mathematics, literature, and other areas. So even even those outside of um, theater education students um, could even potentially use this book, um, which I I think is one of the one of the many great aspects of it. Would you say that's one of the big things you took away from this book? I would I would say that's one of the larger things that I took away from this book is that it's really meant for anyone who wants to pick it up. Um, Absolutely. I mean, the big thing I took away from this book was about integration of special need of exceptional abilities, sorry, into the process of creative drama, not necessarily just into the group. You know, it's and the book, there was there was an entire chapter devoted not just to trying to include, say, a blind student into the pro into the uh, in, into your show or into your organization, but literally making uh, the the accommodation for that student part of the group mentality. So it's when it came to deafness, for instance, having every, all of your students learn sign or utilize sign language somehow in, in the work, you know, have all of your characters signing uh, for the entire production, it increases cohesion among the group. And uh, I thought, I, I loved that thought. I, I loved the idea of, I don't know quite how to put it in words, what I'm trying to get at, but the integration into the process and not just into the learning environment. Um, right, and they the book also in um, in chapters three and chapter four it goes very in depth with many um, not only mental but physical disabilities that one would encounter in the classroom, and I think that was especially too important to outline at the beginning of this book because of because of the needed and necessary knowledge in order to add th those parts of. Um, not only to creative drama and process drama, but in in other areas of academia as well. I mean, these are um, these are persistent uh, persistent conditions that we need to make sure that we as educators are cognizant of in the classroom, and that we need to make sure that we are accommodating as well, as opposed to any takeaways or any pearls of wisdom. Would you say? Um, do, were there any red flags that you had seen in the book at all? Oh, you already discussed it. Uh, the mm -hmm. the language. I mean, it's just, it was an outdated um, book, unfortunately. And when we live in a world where the language, the, uh, appropriate and accommodating language, uh, changes so quickly, you know, it's constantly evolving to a better address situation. It's not really surprising to find. These older books have poor language um, from a modern lens, from right. a contemporary lens, I should say. Um, but and then, furthermore, we both remarked that there were there was a distinct lack of other red flags. 
Like that was one of the things that we both noticed immediately. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Is, is there anything that theater educators or theater education students should pay special attention to in this book? Well, I mean, from my personal read, I found the very opening section on the, uh, the community organizations and your ability to create outreach when the established systems like the school or the, you know, when, if the normal systems aren't accommodating, how do you create an environment that is accommodating, you know, um, creating, so like in my community, we have the penguin project and I imagine every community at this point has something similar to this penguin project where children with exceptional abilities can cohesively create art together. And if being written in 1994, it had a very straightforward step-by-step process on how to create these kind of organizations and I like five or six good examples with uh, heavy detail. Like the book opens up with this super intense rhetoric on how to create community organizations. And it, it felt like it's the playbook that's still being used today. And it felt super relevant and poignant. It felt like it was, I mean, if, if there was anything I paid special attention to when I did my reread, it was that very opening section on the community organizations it was very much a call to arms this this is how a good community organization looks here's how you can make one and i mean the benefits for your community are self-explanatory i loved it yeah how about you hmm? how about you no i um i completely agree with that i um i would also like to add that uh, how how impactful um, drama can be for uh, for people with special needs as well, and um, you know some something that I paid special attention to, especially through my second read, was some of the stories. Um, the the uh, the epilogue has has a very um, I I don't want to spoil it for everyone, but it is a very charming it has a very charming story, and it's very it's very heartwarming to see drama in effect in um in in a classroom uh, where there are people with special needs and that's um uh, that that just makes um this job ever ever more important especially in our society today so that's uh that's one thing that i had taken away from the from this book um do you want to talk about the author real quick um, sure, I can. I can just run down uh, where she, where she's been from. Um, Sally Dorothy Bailey earned her uh, Master's of Fine Arts in Drama, um, although I don't think it uh, particularly says in this book. Um, she um, she worked with NADT, which is the a national. Then she, sorry, she was an intern for the National Association of Drama Therapy, which is uh, hyphenated as NADT and then was asked to become Bethesda Academy's special needs director, which is how she got, um, which, which is how she got the inspiration to write this book. Um, she's done all, all sorts of work there, whether it be full length theater productions or um, improvisational drama theater class, classes. Um, and uh, I, it doesn't, uh, as I said before, this book was written around 1994. So 
I, I am not entirely certain if she's still working there to this day, but as of the, as of the writing of this book, she um, is still working there. Speaking of um, Sally Dorothy Bailey, do you think that she presents information in a way that is interesting and insightful? Well, I'm absolutely, I find, I find the way that she presents the information interesting and insightful. Um, I, I feel like she's concise in the information that she gives and uh, her examples are um, not poorly placed is a well-organized book. And, and I, I can't reiterate enough how despite its age, its content is still very prevalent today. You know, it's, it still reads, it, it reads like a cornerstone book on the subject. How has the book interest, uh, increased your interest in the subject matter, Jack? Um, well, from, from where I've been in my experience, I've been a personal support worker with, um, right. with an adult with uh, nonverbal autism. And I've, I've worked with children and special needs in the past. And it's, um, this book ha has a plethora of resources when it comes to creative drama or how to work with students who have special needs. And it, it has only shown me that that drama is accessible and should be accessible to everyone. And I, that just makes me happier um, that there are tools that we can use, not, uh, not only in this book, but in our tool set that, um, that we can take from this and that we can use to make drama accessible. And that's something that I'm, I'm very fortunate for and I am happy to provide um i'm also happy to provide these uh, uh these tools for my students would you agree with that would you agree that it increased your interest in the subject matter absolutely well it's personally the puppet section just got me i've, I've been playing with uh, i had a friend who did had an idea for what he called trash puppets where he'd collect a bunch of trash clean it up well enough and then He'd have kids get together and like try to make puppets out of the trash. Uh, it, it was supposed to be an idea. His main idea was to increase to teach uh, recycling and responsive conservation and responsibility. But the uh, in his experience, the puppetry part of it ended up being by far the most popular aspect. The kids came in to learn, you know, the basic mechanics of how to get a mouth to move or how to get your fingers inside of it to make a cool puppet. And he was just brilliant in that matter um and i i it has the book truly has inspired me to try to think of ways to create more systems like this especially not not to use the word targeting in a negative connotation but to, uh, to target uh people with special needs into students with exceptional abilities i totally agree and I, I would give this, I would give this book a, a ten out of ten if I were to, if I were to grade it. I entirely recommend um, this book to anyone out there. I'd agree. I'd, I'd give it, I'd give it a ten out of ten. I, I'd give it a nine out of ten just because I can imagine in the last twenty years, new information has come out. So like, if there was like a second edition to this book, you know that would be my imagined absolute perfect and who am I, but a harsh critic. So I, I can't, can't give a 10 out of 10 for just anything. I have to be blown away. 
I, I still think that this is an important book and that if you are in this profession or planning on going into the profession of theater education, that this is something that you should pick up and read. Um, and um, anyone who is also interested in education as well should should pick this up and give it a read because it, it provides insight as to why drama is important and how how drama can be implemented in in the classroom as well and um, in other areas of academia. Thanks everyone for listening into our book talk of Wings to Fly by Sally Dorothy Bailey. Once again, my name is Jack Colombo. And I'm Mark Wilson. Thank you. Well guys, before you sign off, um, chat with me for just a minute. What, um, tell me a little bit about yourselves uh, for the listeners so they know a little bit more about you and kind of your journey to where you are right now with, with theater education. Uh, we'll start with uh, Mark and then we'll go to Jack because Jack's been on the podcast before as a guest. So we'll start with Mark. I'm Mark Wilson. I was born in Champaign-Urbana and uh, my mother is the drama director at Champaign Central High School. And I went to Champaign Central High School. I was her student in her drama program and I really liked it. And then I got to, then I went to college. I did history. I have a BA in history. Um, didn't really know what to do after that, kind of floated around. And I ended up as my mother's assistant two years after I graduated college. And I fell into and in love with this career. Um, I've been doing that for the last six years. I've been the technical director as well. I've produced, I can't, I never remember how many sets at this point and I cannot wait to have my own classroom in theater. This is everything I wanna do with my life. Hi, I'm Jack Colombo. I've been involved in and out of theater programs since I was six years old. I completely fell in love with, uh, with theater since I've been in middle school and high school. Um, I used to work at a summer camp and I had some great experiences um, leading a, a drama program for uh, children ages six through 14. And uh, that's how I uh, fell in love with the teaching profession. I'm a graduate of College of DuPage. I hold an associate from arts there. And I'm currently a senior at Illinois State studying theater education as my major and a minor in endorsement in English. Mark, you kind of uh, alluded to it when you were introducing yourself, but tell us a little bit more about why you want to uh, be be theater teachers. Oh man, um, I uh, I I love art. I love um, I love the opportunity. I I like knowledge. I I love knowledge. I love learning things, and I especially love getting to talk to other people about the things I know. And just getting to talk about history is kind of fun, but the theater process is such a hands-on um, involved process. And it, there's no other tool I've ever, I've ever seen that teaches kids self-efficacy and gives you so many opportunities to apply that directly. And then furthermore, I love art. So, I mean, the opportunity to get to help kids and direct Sweeney Todd someday, like that's just this huge win-win in my book. Um, I, I love working with kids. I have since I was a camp counselor. And I think that especially with my experience, my long experience with the theater arts, um, mostly I've done acting work. But recently, uh, since I've been at Illinois State, especially, I've gone and breached, branched out into other areas of technical theater. And um, there are so many aspects of theater that are crucially important 
to our society nowadays. I still think it's the number one general fear of the public, which is, uh, the, sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, the public's number one fear is of public speaking. And that's something that I definitely want to change. And I think that the tools that are used in theater are so important, not only for public speaking, but also for teamwork. Uh, the theater arts uh, is, can be applied to nearly every single area of academia and can be applied to so many um, interpersonal, um, interpersonal skills as well. And uh, the theater arts are um, such a crucially important way for many students across the, across the state of Illinois and across the nation and across the world um, for them to not only reach out to their communities, but um, to build better ones. And I think that it's not only um, important as an art form, but as something uh, of a com community builder, which is why I want to be a part of that community and, and lead the community to bigger and better things. Well, awesome. Well, gentlemen, I have asked the other two uh, groups that have done their podcast already what um, about some of their favorite resources that they want to recommend for current theater teachers or new theater education students of kind of some must-haves um, that you've encountered that you want to let them know about. It could be a book, a website, a, a program, a anything. What, what, what Do you have a web uh, resource that you can recommend? The the Spolin textbook and its list of um, games, that's definitely, I, I can imagine that being the most useful. But honestly, I, haven't, I wasn't exposed to that much literature on the subject prior to coming here. However, for writing, bird by bird, if, you've, if you're ever into writing or have students that are into writing, the book Bird by Bird what, is phenomenal. But that's that's the closest I can think of. All right. Um, currently, I I found it. It's uh, setc.org. They have a uh, theater resource page specifically for um, for the COVID nineteen pandemic, and there are a plethora of online groups, uh, professor and teaching resources, student resources, uh, media, um, which actually includes TED talks and articles. That, um, that theater teachers, theater education students, or theater students can access and, um, and utilize as well. So if, that, if that's something that you're looking into, it's a, it's, a, it's a fantastic page. And there are also things on, uh, on dance as well that, um, that is accessible to everyone. Fed Talk was on there? Yeah. yeah, I put it on there. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Thank you. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on the book. And uh, I know it's a it's a great book and a great resource. And uh, so thank you for for sharing your um, your insights and, and your experience with it. Thanks for having us, Jimmy. Well, thank you, Jack and Mark, for bringing us that book talk about Wings to Fly by Sally Dorothy Bailey. I appreciate you gentlemen reading through that and, and bringing your thoughts to us. So thank you 
audience for listening this week. Thank you for checking out each of our episodes. If you are interested in hearing more and you this was your first episode, please go back and check out all of our archives. Go back to the beginning and start listening there and listen all the way through where we currently are. We'd love to have you subscribe to the show. Uh, you can go on any of your favorite podcast providers, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, AnyPod, and tune in. We are on all of your favorite uh, podcast providers, so check us out. Go ahead and subscribe to the show rate us leave us some stars review us tell us what you're liking and more importantly share what we're doing here on the podcast with those theater educators in your life you can interact with me on email at fedtalkspodcast at gmail.com i'd love to hear uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show or if you have an idea for a guest or a topic to hear about on the show um, or if you have feedback for me to continue to improve i'm always welcome I always welcome that feedback. Check us out on all your favorite social media on Twitter at Theater Ed Talks, Tumblr, thedtalks.tumblr.com, Facebook, the Fed Talks page, Instagram, Fed Talks Podcast, and of course the website, www.fedtalks.com, where you can find the archives of all the past episodes, including each teacher's resource page that have been guests on the show with their uh, recommended resources. So it's a place we want to check that out and stay current with that. So fedtalks.com. Thank you, Joel Hamlin and Joshua Schusterman, for the use of your original music, Magnetize, and Flip the Record that we hear on the show. Appreciate you, fellas. And teachers, thank you. We are nearing the end of the year, but we're also nearing that time of year where there are uh, all the end-of-year traditions that should be happening that most likely are not happening in your school. But that doesn't mean your kids don't want to hear from you. That doesn't mean your kids don't want to uh, interact with you and uh, have some sort of normalcy that you're able to provide. So thank you for doing that. Keep up the good work. We are almost at the end of the year. I appreciate you, and thanks for listening. Check us out next week with another great episode.